Hello and welcome to the Coffee in the Green Room podcast. This is the show for rising talent, entertainment industry insiders, and those with a curiosity of what life is like in front of the camera. If you've ever struggled with getting started as a model, actor, or musician, well, that's exactly what we're going to help you with. Today's episode is hosted by Deneen White, writer, author, publicist, and TV host. So sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, and welcome to Coffee in the Green Room. Coffee in the Green Room. Hello, everyone. My name is Deneen White, and I am the host of the Coffee in the Green Room podcast. Today, I am so excited to bring to you one of my good friends, Raquel Sharper. She trains people on how to speak from stage. She's done TED Talks, and she's the first African-American woman to have a virtual reality course. Raquel, thank you so much for being on the show today. I am super excited to be here. You know, it's, it's just kind of weird because I'm used to seeing you like live in person, but now I get to see you virtually. I know. I'm not used to seeing you through the virtual reality world. We, we've spent so much time in Vegas recently. It's been amazing to get to know you. And I'm so excited to have you on the podcast because the more I get to know you, the more questions I have for you. So I'm excited to interview you on the podcast today and have you just um, get to know my audience and have my audience get to know you. I am super excited to be here and share. So Raquel, can you first start by telling my audience a little bit about yourself? You know, what's funny. It sounds so cliche, but I'll have to go there. Uh, growing up, I listened to my mom. My mom told me the basic stuff that moms tell you. Go to school, get a good education, and get a good job. So I was like, okay, what does that look like? That looks like computer programmer. Now, anybody that knows me in my today life is like, you used to program computers? I was like, yeah. I liked the paycheck. So what I would do is I would go to work, and when you work as a computer programmer, you just work until the project is done. It's not a 40-hour work week. That's BS, especially when they have you on salary. And so I was working way more than 40 hours and my commute totally sucks because I lived in the New York metropolitan area. And if anybody's ever driven in New York, you know what that looks like. (laughs) And I decided that it was time to divorce my ex-husband. That's a whole other story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Got rid of my ex-husband, realized I only had like one income and I had to support a household. I had my daughter in private school. And I was like, well, how am I going to do this? Because I need to show up more for my daughter. So I then started like investing in real estate. And from there, it took me a little while. People think that something happens and boom, overnight. No, no, no. It's a long, long night, right? But I eventually then left corporate America and acted like a full-time parent stay at home. And I was there with my daughter through all of her stuff. I was the parent that was always there. Her friends would call me mom. And from there, that's where my speaking opportunities started to happen. But I didn't want to be a speaker. So my mentor forced me in front of the room. And my first stage was Robert Kiyosaki's stage. I spoke for the Rich Dad organization. Yes. And whenever they would come into town locally, I would speak to his audience. And, you know, it's kind of weird because once you fall into something, you're like, oh, is this really happening? So I took a different track, but my desire was just to improve my life so I could give my daughter the life that I imagined for her. And that was my drive. So whenever somebody's doing something, find what drives you and just stay focused on it. And then everything comes together, but be open when 
it doesn't go exactly as planned. Like if I would have said no to speaking, my whole life would not be how it is. And my goal was I wanted to travel once a month. Well, from my speaking career, once it took off, I was traveling more than once a month. I was traveling like every week. I was doing six to 10 stages a week. And it was phenomenal. I've shared stages with iconic motivational speaker, Les Brown, who is the first black man to have a virtual reality course, thanks to moi. Um, I... So um, have shared stages with Karen Harrington, ABC's hit show Shark Tank, one of the original sharks. He is also a virtual reality contributor like me because of me. You know, and what I've learned is in life, if we have a gift, give it. If you have an opportunity, give it. It's the law of reciprocity. It's karma. You put good stuff out, it comes back to you tenfold. You put bad stuff out, Karma's that. Ooh, she'll come and get you hard. Yeah. So that's kind of like my life in a nutshell. That's awesome. I love that. So it's not, you're so you're speaking from so many stages. How did you pivot during the craziness of 2020? So you know what was interesting? In the craziness of 2020, everybody started hitting me up and they was like, let's get on Zoom. And I was like, I don't want to be on Zoom. <laughs> I don't want to be in a Brady bunch box where I could say they're there, they're there. And, and I just was like, you know what? Today is halt the breaks. I took hot baths every week. I mean, every day I walked in the park. I meditated because I thought from the way that I was doing stages, I never got a chance to take a break to realize what's next. And I was like the queen of busy. I have friends in probably every state, even states I haven't been to. I've spoken in all the states except for four. And it actually, I took that time to realize what's next for me and really be focused on it instead of jumping in on everybody else's agenda. And one of the things that happened during that pandemic was I became the first black woman in the world with a virtual reality course. I landed I actually landed my TED talk before the pandemic, but it got postponed, postponed, postponed. And then it finally happened. But then I realized that what I'm really supposed to be doing along with gracing the stage with my sharper, you know, style is teaching people how to grace stages too. And that's what came from it. So sometimes it's okay. Just like in every sporting event, the coach will be like, time out, come on. There's a certain momentum. We got to sit down, figure out what our plan is, and then move forward. So that's what I basically did in the pandemic. That's I love that so much. So talk a little bit about the virtual reality course, because it sounds like you married your love of speaking with your love of programming, and now you have this course. Yes, it was. You know what's crazy? Um, I almost was not the first Black woman in the world. I actually referred to other women that I highly respect and um, they basically just both said no for whatever reason. And I was just like, so we're like in the middle of the pandemic and you're just going to say, no, this is a huge opportunity. And they were like, oh. and I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> because it was meant for me. Yeah. It was meant for me. And I'm a queen of, you know, I don't come from a place of competition. I come from a place of collaboration. Yeah. So what a virtual reality course is since people in our age demographic are like, what is that? It's those little things that you put on your head and mostly associated with gaming. 
So a lot of times people will be like shooting or playing tennis or flying in zombies. <laughs> yeah. So the person, the founder of it, um, you know, James Shu and, and Danny Bay or the partnering, you know, the company, the parent company, they came up with what a great way to learn. And it's funny because I was so adverse to the Zoom box. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So when I was asked, they were like, where do you want to shoot? And I was like, well, where can I shoot? And I was like, well, if you have a place anywhere you want to. And I was like, hmm. And there's a like, well, what place do you have? And they was like, we have a stage. I was like, a stage? They were like, we have a stage. And I was just like, a stage where? And they was like, you know, in, 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 in a, an auditorium. And I was like, oh, no, this is, this is virtual reality. We got to bring them someplace really cool. So I thought of my top places that I wanted to speak. The first place I wanted to speak still hasn't happened yet. And everybody listened to my language because it will happen. It's just a matter of when. Right. And that's how everything happens in life. It's your positioning in your language. I wanted to speak at the Allegiant Stadium. I wanted to be on the 50 yard line. I wanted to be in the skybox. I found the contact. We were in conversation. And for whatever reason, because that has to align with us, we weren't able to make it happen. But I still do believe it will happen. It's just in the future. And when it happens, I will be on the 50 yard line. That was my number one. My number two was the Westin Lake Las Vegas. I love it there. They have a beach. They have a pool area. They have a rose garden, a spa, a little fountain area, a fire pit. So I spoke all over. They have a presidential suite, which President Obama and Michelle had been in the suite. So I rolled all over the bed and I was like, Michelle and Michelle and Barack slept here. But it was just so amazing to shoot there. The views were spectacular. And I didn't make my whole virtual reality course about me. I made it like once you watch my virtual reality course, you want to go to Lake Las Vegas and see what's over there because it looks nothing like this trip. Wow. That's awesome. I love that so much. And I love, I love the yet versus it hasn't, it just hasn't happened yet. So Everyone listening to this podcast, be on the lookout for that coming soon. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. So Raquel, I want to, I mean, it's amazing that you had the opportunity to, to develop that virtual reality course. And recently I was speaking to someone whose son has some learn, I'm not going to say learning disabilities, but he learns differently than other kids. And he's recently been able to do, he, he's homeschooled and he's actually doing his education using virtual using virtual reality goggles and his mom was like and he's up and he's doing this and that and he's learning so much better i'm like yeah that's because he's using so many different parts of his body to learn so i love the fact that you have a virtual reality course because that's the cutting edge of education where we are right now and being having the opportunity to be like if you can't be actually in a room that's the next closest thing to being fully immersed so that's really cool and then, well, the funny part about it is like, I have a, a tripod here thing. So like if they put it on there and then it just records 360 degrees oh, wow. around. Right. So then when they were talking to me, I was like, so if I go over there, they, they will follow me over there. It was like, yeah, I was like, oh, that's all you need to say. I was all over. If you watched my virtual reality course, you were not allowed to sit because I'm running all around this thing. It is like, <laughs> so and people are like, 
I couldn't even sit still. I was like, no, no, you, you need to get up and you need to follow me around the Western Lake Las Vegas. It was just like so incredible. That's <laughs> awesome. I love that. That's cool. Um, all right. So, and you've, you've taken so many stages. So let's talk about that. Let's talk. What are some of your favorite topics to talk about? My favorite topic to talk about is motivation because everything comes from that. You can decide that you want to do something. And I speak on multiple passive streams of income on how to, but none of that happens unless your mindset is right. And it's crazy because I have some friends and I just personal friends, people I call family, you know, it's friends that you've made family and they'll say, Hey, I want to do this. And I'll be like, this is how you do it. And what happens? Zero execution. Why? Because their mindset's not there. When I decided I wanted to do something, I had no one in my camp. I didn't know anybody who was investing. I didn't know. I didn't have a team of people. I didn't have anything. All I had was, as Think and Grow Rich would call it, the burning desire. And, and, And then I decided it was happening. And once you decide those two things, everything comes in alignment, but it really starts from here and here. It really does. So that's my passion on what I love to speak about. Um, but, you know, you add in other things, but I always, in every talk, drop mindset. Always. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Let's talk about this TED Talk. It's pretty prestigious to have taken a TEDx stage. So tell me a little bit about your TEDx talk. Okay, so my TEDx talk, it was wild. I was actually flying to London and I found out about the TED stage from my network. And I was just like, oh gosh, oh gosh. And then I, I reached out to the TED coordinator. And, you know, for everybody that wants to understand this, you have to have your social media on point, right? And everything has to be kind of representative, but don't have it all work. Everybody wants to know you're human and you like to play. So if you follow me enough, you will realize I like to play. That's the zest of life. And she reached out to me and she was like, applications are closed. But for you, I'll I'll let you submit late. I was like, ooh. Well, I already know what that means. That means I'm in, right? (laughs) But I still have to jump through all the hoops, right? I still have to do the application process. So here I am in London, like I just landed totally jet lagged. And I was like, Oh my God, I got to get this done. So I get it done. And then while I was in London um, and that's where I met Maja, you know? So it's just like, life is just amazing. And um, so from there, just made it happen. And then I got word that I got accepted. And one of the things that I love to do when I accomplish a goal is I jump on a bed. It just so happens I'm never at home in my own house, <laughs> in my own bed. So I typically are jumping in the bed at a hotel. And I'm like, <laughs> so it was like super exciting. Ironically, I would have traveled anywhere to be in a TED Talk. It happened right in Las Vegas. I was like, how convenient is that? That's awesome. Since you yeah. live there. <laughs> I was just like, well, I like, don't have to travel. And the TED coordinator, I ended up then meeting her in the Caribbean because I was on a business trip in the Caribbean and she was on a business trip. And then when she took the stage to speak, I was like, oh my God, we know each other, but only through the phone. And I was like, like better. And then we built this amazing friendship. So everything that you want comes from network but it's actually finding the network. And if you have no idea how to find the network, 
there's podcasts, there's social media, there's books. And even from the very basic, I started off with books. Yeah. And, and then, so when I met the right people, I was able to have the right language. Yeah. That's so important because I think there are so many people I've been talking to a lot of people who are aspiring speakers lately and they're like, Oh my gosh, I want to do this, but they don't know the language. And I love that you, you really broke it down because you have to know the language when, so that when you're speaking to someone, you'd be like, Oh, there, there is a language to every industry. So I love the way that you just broke that down. That's awesome. Yeah. And something else, like when you submit to a Ted talk, the things that they ask you is pretty much the similar thing that you submit to speak on any stage. They're looking for, you know, what you're going to share, how it's going to impact the audience. Everybody's looking for that. You know, who is it that I'm putting on a stage? Because we're not the only one. If you're looking for a burger, this is spoken from a vegan. If you're looking for a burger, there's McDonald's, there's Five Guys, there's Burger King, there's Wendy's, there's Jack in a Box. It goes on and on and on. But what makes you go to any one of these? And all of these are multi-million dollars. Some of them McDonald's billion dollar companies. Everybody has a burger, right? But what makes your burger different? And when you're thinking about something, you have to think about yourself in that way. Like Wendy's Burger is square and Burger King's is plain boiled and they have the impossible. They're the only one that has like the vegan option, right? So like those types of things and, and uh, McDonald's is on a grill and it's just like, what is it that makes you different? Because yeah. even though we're all the same, we have things about us as different. So you thrive on what's different. The similar gets the commonality, which then brings people to you and the different makes it stick. That's, I love that description. I'm going to have to to transcribe this and print that out because that's an amazing description because so many times, like what makes you unique? What makes you you? I love that. And I love the burger scenario. And now I want a burger. So I think I'm going to have a burger for lunch. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll have a burger too. So we'll have a burger together because okay. I have the Beyond Meat Burger Meat in my freezer. Awesome. <laughs> Fry that bad boy right on up. Sounds amazing. Awesome. All right. Well, Raquel, I know we're really excited that you're going to be a part of the Truth Management Speakers Bureau. So um, can you talk a little bit about how you met us? Because we, you and I met in Las Vegas, obviously, because that's where you live. Um, but you travail the world, so it could have been anywhere. But we met in Las Vegas and you came to one of our events. You came to a photo shoot that we did in Las Vegas. So can you talk a little bit about that experience and why you've decided to become a part of the VIP and um, Truth Management Speakers Bureau? So here's what's interesting. And it is, it's crazy because I met Marja in, in the UK. And for and anyone who doesn't know who Marja is, she's, a, she's helping to write the book for Michael and for VIP Ignite and for Truth Management. So she's working on our book. And I actually just did a podcast with her not too long ago. So definitely check out that podcast as well. Just for anyone who's like, who's this Marja person? <laughs> yes. If you need, like, if you need a book, she's the person totally like she's amazing. And we all have our superhero skills, but we all have something in us that is actually similar. And then we have our different, it's kind of like the justice league. We're all superheroes, right? Ah, yes. This is the superhero <laughs> stance. So we have Kate flying in the background of recently mine is wings now. Cause that's what happened in Orlando. But 
Um, ha- that's how I found you. And Marja hit me up and she was like, are you in Vegas? Because all my friends know that they need to ask me where I am because I'm never really in one spot for too long. And I was like, yes. She's like, are you going to be there in a few days? And I was like, yes. And she was like, she's like, can I come? And I was like, oh my God, I haven't seen you since London, the pandemic. Oh my God, yes. So she came and then she told me about you guys and what you were doing. And what's crazy is in the pandemic, one of the things that I birthed was... I wanted to start doing things on TV, like the traditional television, you know, the streaming programs. And I was like, how do I break into that? So I already started breaking into that. And I have some things brewing and I can't talk about them, but it's happening. Ah, I'm so excited. Anyway, and Marja came and it's so crazy because the things and the conversations that me and Marja talk about, we always talk about like, business and stuff and then she was like oh i'm going to this retreat and i'm going to speak at the retreat and i was like cool she's like i want to see me speak and i was like yeah she's like let me find out so the next thing you know boom i'm at your retreat and your retreat is in total alignment with the new road that i want to travel on and i'm just like no freaking way. <laughs> i look up to the universe and i'm like thank you your retreat is so phenomenal because it's finding the community of the people because it's kind of like having a potluck dinner. You know, somebody's going to bring, you know, the main entree and then somebody, everybody's going to bring the sides and then somebody brings the dessert. Oh, and the person that brings the dessert, they're just so very important. And somebody's making like the coffee, right? So everybody chips in for this amazing thing. And what happens is it happens from community. Your event is the community of what people need to actually be able to have success. The hardest part being a speaker is finding a stage. The hardest part in wanting to be a model is finding somebody that wants you to model their product. The hardest part on being an actor is finding commercials, TV shows, movies, having the right coach so you can actually deliver it in the manner of they expect to be delivered. Having like the agent who's going to find you the gigs that's suited for you. That's also going to get you the money. Hey, guess what? The world revolves around money. Money actually matters. And if you think it doesn't, think about all the things in the life that you do that do require money. There's things that money doesn't buy, but to live it till its fullest, you do need money too. And like the amount of connections that I made, you had photographers there, makeup artists. There was nothing that I needed to think about. My makeup was done. My hair was done. I was coached and I was just like, wow, this is so exciting. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And when Marja told me about it, I thought it was a business event, but it actually is a business. The entertainment industry is a business. So if you really want to fast track anything that you're doing, you totally have to find the community that loves you, that you love, so you can get on the track and run fast and get to where you're going because success loves speed. Nobody wants to sit around waiting for what you want to happen forever. Nobody. I I, I don't, there's nothing I could possibly add to that, but I'm so excited that the universe aligned it so that Marja would that you were actually in Vegas because I like since I've known you you're all over the place too but I love that alignment because the thing is is that the way I see life is that there are no mistakes there are no there are no accidents 
you were obviously meant to be there. And like, I'm really excited for the things we're not allowed to talk about as well. So if you guys want to know coffee in the green room audience, what we're talking about tune in later, because after everything goes on, we will definitely be doing another podcast about that. If that's cool with you, Raquel. <laughs> that is totally cool. Cause I cannot wait for that to happen. I'm just like, Oh my gosh. And it's funny because I do want to share this with people. The delays are never delays. No. They're just the detour. Enjoy the journey. I invite everybody to rewatch the movie Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yes. Nice. Dorothy had impeccable shoes. She had her little lap dog. I don't have a dog. But along her journey to get her desire, she basically aligned herself with people who had a similar journey, but yep. they were all different. Yep. That is just one of my favorite movies. It, it has so many nuggets about finding your community, staying focused, dealing with adversities and having that happy ending. Yeah. No, I love that too. And she had to take the first step before the yellow brick road was formulated. There was no yellow brick road until she took that first step. So if you're watching this or listening to this podcast, now is the time to take that first step. So make sure that you take that step so that there's a huge life out there meant to be lived. One of our good friends, Bill Walsh says, your story is too big not to be told. So make sure that you take that step so that you can start moving forward. Raquel, this has been absolutely amazing. Can I share one thing? Yes, you can. My favorite quote from Martin Luther King is faith is taking the first step, but not seeing the entire staircase. That's true. You have to take that step because if you study biblical principles, Jesus didn't do any miracles until someone took action. You had to ask, you had to move forward. You had to do something in order for that miracle to be performed. Even his first miracle, he was like, they, he was asked, hey, we need wine. Okay, well, this is how we can do it. So just his all first miracle involved wine. I just I love it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so, yeah, so you have to take action. And that's what life is about. You can't wait for it. If you sit around waiting, it's not going to come. So you have to take action. And I love your story is action after action, after action, after action, after action. And I'm really excited to see what is to come in the next couple of months. Um, but in the meantime, where can people find you? Where can they follow along with your journey? They can follow along with my journey at besharpernow.com. Um, I'm recently in a book, Dose of Hope, which I think you guys are going to be featured in that book too. I heard that rumor. Yes. <laughs> I've heard that rumor. I'm dropping, I'm dropping the tea. Yes. And um, so in there it's, it's getting connected. It'll keep you focused on what I'm doing. You get a copy of the book. It's on its fifth edition. It'll have its ninth edition. It'll have amazing people like me, like Denise, like others, and like Marsha. And it's just, um, you can find me on social media, but you want to find me really find me, find me. Be sharper now.com. B E S H A R P E R N O W.com. Because everything happens when you decide to take action now. Awesome. Well, Raquel, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And for all of my listeners, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Coffee in the Green Room podcast. The reason we call this Coffee in the Green Room is because the real conversations that are life transformational happen in the green room. So Raquel, thank you so much for being here. And everyone, thank you for listening. Make sure you hit subscribe because I have a lot of tremendous guests coming up and you do not want to miss one episode of Coffee in the Green Room. All right. Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to today's episode of Coffee in the Green Room. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all you do. Don't forget to go to coffeeinthegreenroom.com for bonus materials, free gifts, and to learn how you can be on the next episode of Coffee in the Green Room. Coffee in the Green Room.